This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. And with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer, people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 204 of The Kate Show. Do you wish your interior design, home staging, organizing, window treatment website could get more traffic? Optimizing your website for search engines is a must if you want more traffic. However, search engine optimization, or SEO, isn't just about using the right keywords. SEO also includes making sure your website loads quickly, is mobile-friendly, accessible to those with eyesight disabilities, and easy to navigate. Navigation requirements include putting buttons and headlines in the right places, and including enough of them, but not overcrowding the screen with too many in one spot. Lots to think about. If you've been told that having good SEO means adding new pages to your website for each location that you serve, or being told that you need to pay for very vague services like quote-unquote keyword monitoring, you need to hear this episode. Today on The Kate Show, I am busting five SEO myths that are hurting home industry pros just like you. It is time to liberate your website. Speaking of websites, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace the easiest way to run your website. My agency has actually been using Squarespace exclusively for years, and I am so thrilled to announce they are one of our media partners now. If you sign up for Squarespace through us, whether you get one of our website templates or you do a custom site with us, you're going to get 20% off your entire year. And if you choose to also use Acuity Scheduling, which is a cool integration that lets your clients book calls or paid consults with you via your website, you're gonna get 20% off that as well. Not only does Squarespace have built-in SEO features, it's also incredibly easy to use, even if you are not a techie person. We at Socialite use Squarespace exclusively because we only use what works, and we invite you to do the same. So you can go to the show notes of this episode to save 20% off your new Squarespace website. To get the show notes, simply go to katethesocialite.com and click on the podcast in the main menu. All right, guys, let's get into the five myths about ranking higher in Google and what you should do instead. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. 
My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Everyone wants good SEO for their website, but it's hard to know if you have good SEO when you're getting blasted with myths from every direction. These myths don't always come from a bad place. Sometimes they just stem from outdated information or practices or a misunderstanding of how SEO works. Regardless, you need to be aware of them. So I'm going to go through five myths today. And the first one is the myth that you need to constantly add new pages to your website with different location keywords to rank higher in search engines, especially if you serve multiple geographic areas. This tactic is so darn outdated, and I am shocked every time I hear someone tell me how much they're paying for this particular ongoing service. Often, this service is sold by SEO companies alongside something else that is just as useless, keyword monitoring. Adding new pages to your website, essentially duplicating an existing page but swapping out one geographic location for another, is just not necessary. You can list all your geographic surface areas on your homepage and in the footer of your website and call it a day. By the way, if you have a Google business listing, be sure to include those geographic areas. Google is smart. It will get the picture. Search engines are also smart, and you don't need to have a page for how you serve New York residents and a page for how you serve New Jersey residents. Don't fall for this one. As for keyword monitoring, save your investment. Google Analytics and Google Search Console can tell you which keywords people are using to find your website, and that info is completely free to you. The second myth is that you need ongoing SEO services to ensure your website shows up in Google and other search engines. That's just not true. Your on-site SEO can be thought of as the foundation of a home. You don't need to pour the foundation again every month. Yet there are many business owners in the home industry who are paying for monthly SEO services and they have no idea whether those services are helping. And spoiler alert, they aren't. If your website was designed with SEO in mind, If your copywriting was done with accessibility and search engine optimization at the forefront, you already have as much SEO as you can possibly have, barring a regular blog schedule. That's right, blogging consistently at least once a month is the only other activity you can do to increase or continuously improve your SEO, but throwing words on a page and calling it a blog post isn't enough either, and more on that later. The third myth is that overly large Image sizes don't hurt your ranking in Google. Sadly, this is one of the most common mistakes people make on their websites. If you receive photos from your photographer and they don't provide you with a web-sized version of those images, you should not upload them to your website without first compressing them. If you upload the original images, which are often a resolution of three to 4,000 pixels each, Your website will become so heavy and so sluggish, it's going to load slowly, and that will directly lower your SEO score. The fourth myth is that image slideshows don't slow down the loading speed of your site or negatively impact your SEO. (laughs) Not true. As I said earlier, loading speed matters, and SEO is not just about keywords. Search engines know how fast your website loads. If it doesn't load fast enough, it's going to receive less traffic from search engines because the search engine does not want to send someone to a site that will not be a good experience for them. And unfortunately, image slideshows that automatically scroll through the photos is one of the key reasons why certain web pages become so slow. 
These slideshows are often placed on the homepage banner of a website, the worst possible location, and not only does that cause the most popular page of your site, your homepage, to earn a poor SEO score, but the slideshow also prevents visitors from being able to see and digest each image because it just keeps changing. The final myth is that blogging will always help your website rank higher in search results. There is a right and a wrong way to blog, just like interior design. There's a right and a wrong way. Some of it is up for interpretation, yes, but the best practices are non-negotiable. While I do have an entire episode on blogging, I want to give you a quick summary of what a proper blog post should look like, because there's no point in blogging if you don't do it to serve the Google gods, you know what I mean? So your blog post should have at least 500 words, and because you're in the home industry and what you do is highly visual, you should include 5 to 10 images. You should also have an SEO-optimized title and headlines. This means you need to use headings, H1 and H2. You can use the free headline analyzer tool, just Google it, to make sure that your headlines and titles are SEO-optimized. Again, that is the headline analyzer. Just Google it. It's free. The next thing you need to do is include meta descriptions or alternate descriptions for every image, or just change the image file name to include keywords about that image. So the service you rendered and the location of the project would be great. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by your website. Wait, what? Is this right? Yes. Your website emailed The Kate Show and did it by itself, by the way. Okay. And like asked me to tell you something. Your website said it really needs a tune up, maybe even a complete makeover. It feels bad that it can't send you more clients and it wants to make it right with you. Oh, poor website. Seriously though, if you're ready for your website to make you look professional and attract the right clients, you need to take action. Go to katethesocialite.com to check out our beautiful website templates. They're really easy to customize and we even tell you exactly what you should say on each page of your website so that you can start speaking directly to your ideal client while also having better SEO. Go to katethesocialite.com to pick the website design that's right for you. You also need to make sure that your blog topics are relevant to your ideal client. So don't turn your blog posts into press releases or journal entries, and by all means, do not publish content on your blog that was originally published on another website. That's a problem. You also need to end each blog post with a call to action that takes readers further into your sales funnel. So at the end of every blog post, you need to say, sign up for my freebie, you know, whatever that is. Don't just say freebie. Or schedule a discovery call, click here. Those are excellent options because they move the reader of your blog post into the next step of your sales funnel. Again, there is so much more that I could say about blogging. I encourage you to check out episode 93 for all those details. Now here's the big question. Should you hire someone to help with SEO? I've just told you about these myths. I've just told you about some of the services being offered that are useless to you. So should you hire an SEO company? Well, yes and no. I suggest that you work with a website designer who incorporates SEO into the foundational aspects of your new website. Now, if you already have a website that you like, but you have poor SEO, then you need to work with an SEO consultant. SEO consultants provide a variety of one-time services and any consultant with experience will never try to sell you something useless like keyword monitoring. That still bothers me so much. Instead, a good SEO consultant will offer you things like a full SEO audit of your website, 
a content plan, even if they don't create the content for you. So they may not write your blog post, but they can give you a plan. Because proper blog content is the only legitimate way to improve your SEO month over month. They might also set up Google Analytics or a search console for you, plus they'll show you how to read the analytics. So is hiring an SEO consultant worth the money? Yes, absolutely. While every good website designer should also be skilled in SEO, sadly few are. You might have to hire an SEO consultant after your website is designed. If that's the case, be prepared for your consultant to require changes to both the design and the copywriting of your website. You might feel like you're double paying just to get your website designed correctly, but it's completely worth it in the end. Quick little rant alert for you. <laughs> so I got to do this on the podcast. It really concerns me that my agency has had so many clients tell us, oh, well, my last website designer didn't offer SEO. This, guys, is so frustrating. It's similar to a full-service design build firm doing everything to make a new build beautiful except bringing in an electrical contractor. Sure, the house looks great, but nothing happens when you flip the light switches, which is kind of weird. And that's kind of how it is when you hire someone to design a website, but they don't do the SEO. It's so integral into the, like, the foundational aspects of the website. It all needs to be done at the same time, ideally. As any other professional, I am highly critical of my own industry. SEO consultants are essentially, they're like the, the remodelers of the website design industry, because if website designers would just learn how to optimize each site they build, they would truly be offering full website design services, and they would prevent SEO consultants from having to come behind them to clean up the mess or complete the job. Does that sound harsh? Maybe, but from my standpoint, I see my clients having to hire both a website designer and an SEO consultant and end up double paying for things they should have been able to get the first time around. That's frustrating. And that does make me upset on behalf of my clients because nobody should have to do that. If website designers are offering design and copywriting but no SEO, that's not full service. And the end result is not a complete website. That is why here at the Socialite Agency, when we design a custom site, we do the copywriting, we do the SEO, and we do the design. Because that's a complete website. But I digress. What are some free ways to improve your SEO? Well, if you feel good about the SEO of your website and you just want to increase traffic by enhancing that SEO, make sure you have a Google Business Listing, you have Google Search Console, and Google Analytics. You can search for each one of those online. They're free and easy to set up. You also will want to consider using Pinterest, but only if you're blogging at least once a month. Pinterest is great for increasing SEO and website traffic, but if you're not blogging, well, it's not going to really give you a lot to pin, therefore not a lot of people will go to your site, because eventually you will run out of portfolio images. Now you could certainly pin those, just be aware that Pinterest might want to make them shoppable. Um, that is a feature that you can turn off, but you'll have to keep an eye on it. So if you are blogging at least once a month, you should definitely pin every blog post to Pinterest, you should create three graphics for each blog post so that you're tripling the number of pins you could put on Pinterest and really maximize your website that way. All right, guys, that is all I have for you today. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.